welcome to The Other Six Podcast, where we talk about life, scripture, and what it looks like to follow Jesus, not just on Sunday, but the other six days of the week. Hello and welcome to The Other Six Podcast. On the podcast with me today is Jody Healy. Patrick Andrews. Hello. And my name is Preston, and today we're going to talk about how do you disagree mm-hmm. with somebody? How do you have a conversation with somebody where you are on two completely opposite sides sure. of the argument or whatever it is? How do you do that in a way that honors God, that honors the other person, and comes to the best possible outcome? Uh, do you have to agree by the end of the conversation? We're going to dive into all of that, but first, um, listen, it's November. Right, yep. Yep. and I there's people. There are uh, a large population of people that believe that October 31st is the last day of fall, and November 1st is the first day of Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Which is fine if you're one of those people, but the thing is, fall continues until in well into December. Yep. The fall mm-hmm. season continues well into December. It might not look like fall anymore. But it's still fall, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to stand anymore for people uh, kicking fall to the curb. Fall gets <laughs> more than just like the two weeks that the leaves fall down until the first snow comes, sure. which mm-hmm. we did just have our first snow on Halloween yeah, day. So crazy. that's not really helping my argument very much. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, let, let's dive into this this specific conversation around fall, which is fall flavors. Mm-hmm. Right? What would you guys define as some of the fall flavors? Immediately, immediately when you say fall flavors, I think of pumpkin spice lattes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starbucks, pumpkin spice things, pumpkin pie, pumpkin cake, all that. That's that's the fall flavor. Pumpkin. That's pumpkin. that's the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. There is a second one. I'm curious what Jody has to say. Apple. Yes, apple, apple was really? the second one. Apple, apple cinnamon pumpkin. apple. Um, yeah, those you know. I, I think those are the two predominant ones that I think of is yep. apple and pumpkin. I Maybe think, a little cinnamon in there. Yeah. Um, I think cinnamon's a strong one. I think caramel is a lot of times okay. the fall yeah. flavor, yeah. Mm-hmm. caramel flavored things. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if I'm getting a latte somewhere, I'm I'm not going cinnamon or I'm not going uh, you know, uh, go pumpkin, pumpkin spice. spice. I'm going to get like a caramel something because that's mm-hmm. more up my alley. Um, but you, we were talking a little bit before. You guys are both pumpkin spice, pumpkin bread, pumpkin roll, pumpkin this and that, Mm -hmm. people. Probably. And and I just don't get it. (laughs) I don't understand it. I think, personally, pumpkin, everything pumpkin is disgusting to me. (laughs) Like, I like carving pumpkins, Mm -hmm. but I can't, like, the guts. I can't do the guts. I'm not a big fan of the guts. Gutsing process of smell too. smell. See, I made my daughters, they, they, they wanted to carve their pumpkins, and I made them. Like they're like if you want to carve the pumpkin, yeah, do the you messy have work to take too. out the guts. Yeah, and, uh, and they didn't like that either. Not really, not yeah. really. I don't think anybody enjoys it's that not, process, and yes. it's not a fl- favorable part there of the process. There is at least one person <laughs> that really. really enjoys that process, and her name is Sarah Stanley. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? And and uh, yeah, so she actually we have an agreement now where she will she'll degut my pumpkin for me because she loves it. She's like, yeah, I just love. The squishy stuff between my fingers and pulling it out, and she's like all in it. And I I'm don't like, like. I don't really mind it. It's the fact that it is a arduous process. It is. It is one of those things that you don't feel like you can progress quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it's especially mm. the stringy part. It's yeah. just like I'm like I just want to cut it so I can actually. Hit, for me, the fun part is actually carving it. Yep. Yeah. And if you skip through it, then you're gonna end up with a moldy pumpkin yeah. by the weekend. You know. Yeah. Hmm. But you guys like pumpkin spice things. Yeah. I always like. When pumpkin spice lattes became a thing, I feel like that became a thing like in our lifetime. I think so. Like that wasn't always a thing. And when it I feel like I was in high school when that started to become a thing and I was I was like, No, like get that pumpkin spice coffee stuff away from me. Don't want any of it. But then like two or three years ago when uh cold brew really started taking off, they did the pumpkin cream cold foam on top of a cold brew coffee, and that changed my opinion on pumpkin spice completely. The thing is, pumpkin spice isn't even pumpkin flavor. It's the spices that go the into... spices go into a pumpkin, like a pumpkin pie. pie yeah. Which, pumpkin pie, not a fan. I don't like oh, pumpkin pie. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. With your pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Is it just straight pumpkin pie, or do you have to have uh, whipped cream or oh, whip geez. on it? I'm, I'm the worst person to ask about this, oh, because really? I am... I love pumpkin pie. I love chocolate pie. I love all types of pie. But it doesn't matter what type of pie. I like Cool Whip more. So oh, I'm putting okay. so much Cool see, Whip see, on I'm everything. A, uh, well, I, I agree. Yeah. I like Cool Whip on my pumpkin like, I put pie. It like, I feel like it goes hand in hand. Mine but is like not even a one-to-one ratio. It's like a one-to-two. Like, like I want If cool you whip. want one-to-three ratio, <laughs> it being Cool Whip. Yeah. Okay, but if you have me. an option between plain pumpkin pie. Yep. And any other kind of pie, would you choose plain, no Cool Whip pumpkin pie? If I had, no. Pro- no. Point proven. Yeah. Point proven. <laughs> I'm not, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Yes, it does. <laughs> it means it is the worst pie. The question was, would I you choose like pie pumpkin has to pie? Go with, usually good pie has to go with something, though. No, apple pa- pie, pecan Alamine, pie. Alamode, man. French silk pie. <laughs> I'm not saying... It's the last. It's not my last choice when blueberry it comes pie, to the pies. cherry pie. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's not my last choice. Like I maybe have two pies I would put above pumpkin pie. Like if a naked pumpkin pie, there's only two pies that you would put above it. Yeah, I don't get very adventurous with my pies, so <laughs> I only know like five. what are you? What are you two pies? Uh, above it, yeah. chocolate pie. Okay, and apple pie. Okay, so if you see a blueberry pie on the table and a naked pumpkin pie on the table, you're going I'm naked going, I would go. I'm you guys are pumpkin. crazy. Yes. <laughs> you are pumpkin. absolutely crazy. Yeah. I would say pumpkin probably is three or four as well. Yeah. No it's way. It's my third. Yeah. It's no three. It's, yeah. it's how many pies are there, do you think? If you sh- shoot a number in your head, how many pies there are? 20. Okay. 20 pies. And pumpkin pie is number 19 for me. 19? Oh, What's yeah. the worst? Anything with rhubarb in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense. I, mean, I, I can't speak it. Actually, even though we I'm don't sorry. agree with pumpkin, we can agree with That's on rhubarb. That's a summer flavor. Rhubarb is a summer flavor. Uh, uh, coconut would actually be lower than pumpkin for me personally. Yeah, I like coconut cream Anything pie. with poke. Coconut in oh, it. Now, so. now pumpkin might move back to four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> we are on opposite sides of the pie. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, what. the pie spectrum. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. it's right there. Yeah, the, I, I am not a fan of pumpkin. Clearly, I think that anyone who is a fan of the of pumpkin pie is just lying to themselves and others. This is my hot take. I think that if you require whipped cream to make something taste good, then that doesn't actually taste good. I don't know if it good. require, though. It doesn't require. require. For me... It just makes it just better. For me, it's more I'm eating Cool Whip with pumpkin in the middle of it. 
I like Cool Whip so much more than I like any pie. <laughs> so, so if, if you it's had an cool option, whip and then pies. Yes. if you had an option between naked pumpkin pie and just a bowl of Cool Whip, <laughs> Cool Whip, hundred <laughs> percent of the time. All right. Well, we clearly disagree on this, um, but that's not necessarily where we're going with the conversation today. Right. But we are going to be stepping into a conversation of what does it look like to disagree a little bit less goofy than that one is. So uh, stick around for that. But first, hear about one of the missions that NLCC supports. Every week on the Other Six Podcast, we like to take some time to mention one of the missions that we support here as a church is North Liberty Church of Christ. And today we want to talk about FAME. FAME stands for the Fellowship of Associates of Medical Evangelism. Founded in 1970, FAME has helped build over 70 facilities in 29 countries. Their core values are evangelism, compassion, empowerment, sustainability, and partnership. Their core activities are giving by supporting sustainable healthcare projects, sending medical supplies and medicine, and by mobilizing short-term mission trips. If you want to learn more about FAME or any of the other missions we support at North Liberty, you can go to northliberty.cc missions. So our conversation today is on um, how do you disagree with someone in a way that respects that person and uh, seeks a truth, a, a real conversation where you can walk away from that conversation without the end of your relationship. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons why this is important is it's kind of become, at least in my observation, popular in this culture, specifically United States culture, if you disagree with somebody, you can't be friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how far-reaching that goes, but you know, I have friends who, if if they disagree with something they see or someone in their family, it's I unfollow them on Facebook and I unfollow them on Twitter and mm-hmm. I don't go to their house and we don't text and call and talk anymore because they see this one thing differently than mm-hmm. I do, and therefore we can't get along. Sure. And you can only surround yourself with people who are in 100% and agree with agreement with you on most things. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think that's healthy. Right. Um, and I don't think that's good for relationships. And I definitely don't think that's good for the kingdom, sure. especially when it comes to s- specific topics that might come up on top of that. As a culture. Yes. We, we find that if someone disagrees with you, then like you can't get along with anything, but more and more, everything is being divided into two halves. Yeah. Sure. So it's not just like you, maybe your political leanings or this, but it's everything yeah. is one extreme or the other. And Pro pumpkin spice or Exactly. Or and I'm not going to talk to Preston the rest of the yeah. day. I'm out. Yeah. Um, Bye. <laughs> so, but like, yeah, just everything is so, divi- it's divided and then it's so like extreme on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every topic seems like the most important topic in the world. Right. In mm, any yeah. kind of disagreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about how do we disagree good? How do we disagree well? And the first place I think would be helpful for us to look, let's dive right into the Bible Mm -hmm. and see what the scripture actually says on this topic. Yeah, so I've got pulled up here um, John 1. It's um, verses 14 and also verse 17. I'll read it. Verse 14 says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory and the glory of the one and only who came from his father and is full of grace and truth. And then verse 17 says, for the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And I think that's important um, because if you're in an argument or opposed to something on the table with somebody else, if you approach that conversation with what that said, there is grace and truth, then it's really hard to walk away (laughs) in a negative 
sight of yeah. that, like it's in a negative way. Well, and that's one example of a hundred in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking of the fruit of the spirit, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. If you dive through the fruit of the spirit, am I feel living a spirit-filled life of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, right? Anger isn't listed in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's specifically anger at someone True. isn't listed in Actually there. Actually listed above it as fruits of the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, also in Second uh, Peter, the verse that, um, always be prepared to give a reasoning for your faith, sure. but do this in a, and it says, gentle and respectful mm-hmm. way. Right? It's a little bit of a different context that yeah. verse is, mm-hmm. but I think we can copy and paste it into just general disagreements sure. mm-hmm. of exactly what you were saying, grace and truth, gentleness and respect, mm-hmm. love, joy, peace, patience. These are the attitudes that we should have when we're in this zone of disagreement. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think of, uh, there's a text that comes to my mind, Colossians 4, 6, it says, let your conversation be full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, that fits in the context is we're talking about grace, extending grace, okay? And I would hope, as we're, we're, we're primarily talking to, to Christians here on this podcast, that we are engaging people that are different than us. Mm-hmm. And if we're called to be light, then, then we're going to engage people that have very different worldviews than us. And so it's that grace that's going to open the door for the truth. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and uh, you can disagree with people all day, but I think it's the grace that changes things. Yeah. But but the truth is your any disagreement in my opinion should be in pursuit of truth. Yeah. Um not which I think we'll get into this a little bit later, but not pride, not right, but but truth. Your mm-hmm. your goal in any kind of disagreement or any conversation would be to seek and pursue what is the truth. And you can't do that in a one-sided conversation that's not full of grace and humility and gentleness and respect and the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Usually with disagreement, though, it's easy, and I, I've been guilty of this at times, is to fight for what fight for right. I want to be the one that's right. Mm-hmm. And I like what you said there. It's actually, as, as believers, we're called to, pursue truth and grace and sometimes our perspective might not be right and so we're going to talk about what that looks like to to humble ourselves and listen but at the end of the day listening and 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 being able to engage that is so important yeah let's not get too far ahead let's see what else the bible says on this topic Another great spot to look is is Romans 14 and I won't go through and read the whole chapter but pretty much the majority of that chapter can be summarized by stop arguing and honor God, right? Okay. <laughs> so if you break it up, and it's, it's it's talking more about, you know, Jewish law and what the Gentiles are doing. And this is when the Gentiles are starting to come into the new church, mm-hmm. right? And um, people are still holding on to these Jewish traditions and laws like like eating pork and, and, and these other rules that the Gentiles have never lived by but are found free through Jesus. So mm-hmm. majority of this chapter is talking about those kind of differences, but about like them arguing back and forth, whether or not this is right or this is right. Well, what's right is to honor God and believe that Jesus was there and, yeah. and died. Right. And this is kind of an interesting one to bring up here because just like what you were saying, uh, sometimes a, a Christian is going to engage with someone of the world, but in this situation, you've got Gentile Christians and Jewish Christians, and they're trying to figure out, how they can exist at the same time and follow their own different sets of rules. And 
and in their pursuit of truth, which one's right and which mm-hmm. one's wrong. And Paul's kind of arguing, well, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, what What's right and wrong is the way that you, what you said, honor God, what, the way that you pursue God. And um, if if one thing is a stumbling block for you, then don't do it. Absolutely. But if it's not a stumbling block for them, don't care about, <laughs> like, let them honor God the way they're going to honor God. Sure. You honor God the way you're going to honor God because the point is not, you know, what's right or wrong, wh- whether I can eat this or not eat this. The point is to honor God. Mm-hmm. And in the context of Christians um, disagreeing with one another, then that's your pursuit is to honor God. Sure. Do you think there's a difference between arguing and disagreeing? Is there a line there? Hmm. I feel like arguing is disagreeing 2.0. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like it's amped. It's it's one step further I feel in, like, uh, yeah. in a relational context. Um, disagreement, I feel like, is a more of a, a conversation where arguing is more uh, emotionally charged mm. and uh, could get potentially more personal. And uh, uh, it goes from disagreeing to arguing to just flat out fighting right sure yeah and i can disagree jody i can disagree with you on our feelings on pumpkin spice sure and we don't have to argue about that yeah we don't have to talk about that we can acknowledge i feel different than you feel that's fine let's just keep going and not worry about it yeah arguing is an active like that is an active conversation role that's happening that's there, there's that's a verb, right? Arguing mm-hmm. is a verb. Sure. Disagreeing doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's one of the differences is, is if you're arguing, you're stepping into that conversation emotionally charged mm-hmm. and usually sometimes not nice and can be hateful. Sure. <laughs> and unfortunately, um, uh, the church can be gu- guilty of that, especially through social media and stuff. So mm-hmm. understanding our, our witness. I think a lot of, a lot of times what starts as disagreements and leans into more of an argument or a fight is just that feeling of, I want my opinion to be heard. I want it to be understood Mm -hmm. why I'm in this position. And oftentimes, as we've talked about already, when, when we're, we want our side to be understood, the other side thinks that their information is already correct and don't, they don't care about <laughs> where you're coming from. And I think if we all took a step back sure. and asked questions sure. about like, well, where did you, how did you get to this, you know, this thought process? How did you get to this conclusion and actually open it up into a conversation? That's more of a disagreement rather sure. than an argument. Well, but even a little bit of what you said, Patrick, is we're kind of missing a little bit here. Mm. Go think back through what you just said. You want what to be heard? What do I want to be heard? Your opinions. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And and when we're talking about what the disagreement is, anytime that I'm arguing for my opinion mm-hmm. or my understanding or my you know whatever it is, chances are you're probably coming from an ounce of pride. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we shouldn't be arguing for my opinion. I shouldn't mm-hmm. be arguing that I get to be heard. Right. Mm-hmm. I should be uh, in a, if I'm in a d- disagreement, it's because truth needs to be heard, and I'm. Mm-hmm. I might be arguing for truth to be understood, mm-hmm. not because I think it's right, right but because sure. Sure. Uh, because it's what truth is, mm-hmm. right? And as soon as we want to be right, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we've lost. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. sure. when our goal is to be right, we've lost. I am the most guilty of this. Like, I'll be sh- flat out like I'll acknowledge 
that this is something that I like being right. I don't like being wrong. And um, I, for a long time, this has been a continuous, like Sarah calls me out on it weekly. Like, hey, put yourself in check. Like, you don't need to be right on this one, right? Um, and it's something that I need to be reminded of. So this is coming from me from a position of, like, I know that desire to be right mm-hmm. is there. Mm-hmm. And I need to check myself and recognize I don't have to be right. I have to be true. Mm-hmm. And I think pushing into the motive, why are you communicating? Why are you wrestling with this with another individual is so important because if it's love and if it's truth, then by all means Mm -hmm. move forward. But like you said, if it's just to be right and share your opinion or make your voice knowing that comes from a different place. Mm -hmm. And so checking your motive and why you kind of engage or banter with somebody is I think huge. Mm Mm-hmm. We've got one more verse written down here, John seventeen twenty two through 23. This is uh, Jesus' prayer for believers on the day of his persecution. So it says, The glory which you have given me I have given to them, that they may be one, just as we are one, I and them and you and me, that they may, have, er, that they may be perfected in unity, so that the world may know that you sent me. You loved them even as you have loved me. Why do we have that one in there? Um, that word unity within that prayer, um, that they may be per- perfected in unity. I think a lot of times people will hear that and think everybody needs to be, unity needs to be the same. And I think that's a misconception. Um, don't confuse the word unity for uniformity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why it's in there because we can all be on the same team and have different, you know, thoughts, different, I mean, like, we're all on the same team here, but you don't like pumpkin spice, right? And, and there's things that are way bigger than pumpkin spice. Right. But it doesn't necessarily mean that all of us are going to be cookie cutters. Sure. You know, that's that's why I think that I wanted to put that in there. Yeah, and, and I think the real heart behind this is, especially in the context of if you're disagreeing with another Christian, a fellow believer, then along with your pursuit of truth, there should be a pursuit of unity. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the the uh, presence of the Holy Spirit, that's that's one of his jobs, mm-hmm. you know, to bring unity among Christians, even when there's disagreements. A, a huge example of this, we, if we go to disagreements with Christians, would be denominations. Mm-hmm. And this is a, hu- a much bigger conversation than we really have time to explore here. Mm-hmm. But there are some denominations of, of Christian churches that believe certain things Mm -hmm. and there are other denominations that believe different things and some see that as good some see that as bad some see that as division Mm -hmm. but in my mind i think that's okay because what we're really doing is we're allowing just like romans 14 we're allowing one group of people to worship the way that they worship best Mm -hmm. we're allowing another group of people to worship in a way that they worship best at the same time both are worshiping the resurrected king jesus Mm -hmm. i think of uh, I don't remember. It's in Mark for sure. But um, the disciples come into Jesus and is like, hey, this guy over here is, mm-hmm. you know, preaching in your name. Like, we should stop him. <laughs> it's like, Jesus is like, why? <laughs> no. We're on the same team. <laughs> um, those who are for me cannot be against me. Yeah. And I think we have to be careful because it's 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 easy to get in. Oh, well, we got it right and they got it wrong. Mm-hmm. and uh, insiders, outsiders kind of deal. Mm-hmm. When all, the reality is we're all on the same team. We're 
we're, we're following Jesus. And that mm. that's at the end of the day. And I know that in my even Christian journey, um, I've been guilty of that where I'm like, well, they over there. And then all of a sudden I became relationally connected to somebody on that, uh, that is from that denomination. And I'm like, there's a lot more in common mm-hmm. than what we disagree about. Um, and I think it's easy if we're not careful, we don't check ourselves. It's easy to say, Oh, they're on the outside in reality in heaven. We're all going to be probably hanging out together and, and we'll find that there is, Jesus is the one that brings us all there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we made a little bit of a bullet point list of where we've come so far, um, really it comes down to in any disagreement, in any argument, whatever you would call it, um, seek truth mm-hmm. and have grace and humility and gentleness and the fruit of the Spirit. Um, that's from from our biblical point of view where we're pulling those things out um the conversation should be rooted in centered on and covered in grace and truth mm-hmm. um but that is more of a uh an attitude adjustment let's give some practical some sure. really mm-hmm. practical steps for someone who might be listening to this and they've got a, a loved one or a friend who they're in this big disagreement with and they want to know how do they engage that conversation sure. in a healthy way that uh, honors God, and we can step away from that and, and sure. feel like we did this well. And so each of us, let's just give one really practical step that sure. anyone can take for disagreeing well. Yeah, I I think a good first step is in a couple of different scenarios, a scenario where you have a friend or a family member and you have a disagreement and you want to um, talk that over, don't do it online. Sure. Uh, like, do it face-to-face, make it personal, mm-hmm. um, and... And just that connection alone is going to help break down barriers to begin with. But also in a, in other sense, don't argue with people that you don't know online on Facebook or on, you know, social media. It's like, you're never going to see that person ever again. You're just muddying the waters and you're getting mad over it. Mm-hmm. Like just if, if it's not something that's personal and like something that you can contribute one-on-one or face-to-face to me that almost doesn't seem worth it so patrick and everyone listening and jody think through the last time that you believed one thing you opened up social media and you read a comment or a post and then went oh i was wrong i believe a different thing now <laughs> zero yeah that doesn't <laughs> happen it doesn't right? happen yeah. so you posting that or you commenting that is a waste of your energy it is a waste of your time and it you're not doing any fruit mm-hmm. out of that. I uh, I experienced that firsthand in a guilty sense. Uh, I got in a political argument with somebody that was um, I was friends with and uh, ended up losing that friendship. And uh, and I still feel bad about that to this mm-hmm. day. It changed how I view disagreements. It changes how I um, I had to be right. In that moment, I, I had to fight for for right, mm-hmm. and I ended up losing the relationship. And anytime you lose a relationship, you just lose. Both parties lose, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it changed it changed my perspective completely. Mm-hmm. I lost the relate. I lost the relationship, and I lost the influence. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, to this day, I, I I still feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, when when you're posting something online, it's it's one sided. It's full of I want to be right, and it's you're not posting to listen. You're not posting to to hear the other side. You're mm-hmm. posting because you want to be heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just a dangerous game. And so maybe if if you're seeing someone's posts online that you feel like I disagree with this person and I want to step into that, all right, turn off Facebook and pick up your cell phone yeah. and give them a phone call mm-hmm. or invite them to coffee and let's talk about this together and figure out where we're not connecting quite yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Jody, do you have a practical step for us? I think as you're engaging somebody um, and there's a disagreement, maybe there's a misunderstanding or there's a, just like you, there's two sides. Um, we talked a little bit about this is listening, uh, listen, trying to, trying to understand, listen to understand. And that, that takes humility. I, obviously, humility has to lead in that direction. Um, a lot of times when we listen, we listen to respond. Like I'm listening to a thing. Mm-hmm. All right, they're saying this. So how am I going to argue against their point? Yeah. And that if is you're not leading that way. Then you're not listening. You're not really listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, for the sake of vulnerability, uh, uh, me and my wife, we are very different politically. And so I've had to learn how to engage this for the sake of our <laughs> marriage, but also to understand, like, there's a perspective. Yeah. And it, it has, with listening and understanding, I might not agree, but I can appreciate. I can appreciate st- uh, the stand that somebody else is who's different than I. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate my wife and the, I, I see that. Mm-hmm. I don't quite stand there, but I can see that and understand it. And it it's uh, made for some interesting conversations, mm-hmm. but it doesn't divide us. In fact, it just makes us stronger mm-hmm. as a couple because we can see things from greater a greater angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, I think what you said is really key there with not listening to respond, but listening to actually hear and hear, you know, why. Hear the why. Mm-hmm. Hear why someone believes one th- what they believe or feels the way that they feel and to practice empathy with that listening and understanding and, um, you know, put yourself in their shoes. Like, you know, you use all of those different images that we, we tend to go to. Mm-hmm. We're so bad at that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so listen, uh, listen well and pause and don't think through a response. Um, but just hear. Uh, my, my tip would be very simple, humble yourself. And this comes from someone who struggles to humble himself, uh, which we've talked about already, but, um, but humble yourself because, uh, if your disagreement is rooted in pride, you've already lost mm-hmm. you, you're, and you're at risk of losing your relationship, of losing your influence, of losing a lot more than an argument. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has to come from a root of, or a, a foundation of humility and you should never argue in order to be right you should never argue because you want to be right or because you're afraid of being wrong mm-hmm. um, so humble yourself and seek truth and recognize this isn't about me this is about the topic that we're disagreeing on this is about the you know this is about politics this is about you know whatever it is but it's not about me it's about something bigger than me and I have to let myself go i have to let myself out of this in order to to try and find what the the real truth is that's Mm -hmm. hidden in there because let's be honest a lot of the times if there's a disagreement you're both wrong 
you're both right <laughs> and you're both wrong. Yeah, right, <laughs> you <yeah>. know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and if you seek to find that truth through listening, through conversation, face to face conversation, and through humility, then you're going to come out on the other side feeling like I grew, they grew together. We understand truth better. We understand each other better. We understand this topic better, and that's going to that you've 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 won that mm-hmm. com- you've won everything in that yeah. situation. And that can just go way wrong if you don't check your humility at the door and you come into a situation full of pride and needing to be right. Everything that I believe is right and everything you believe is wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that there's a key word that I, I really like that you said, grow. You cannot grow unless you are around people that are different than you are. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I think as believers, aren't we called to grow and, and to experience uh, and love people and, and, you can't do that in isolation. Right. And so isolating yourself from somebody that might be different than you um, removes them from an opportunity, but removes you from an opportunity mm-hmm. where you can grow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I hope that this has been helpful. I know that we were kind of vague because we tried to cover a lot of yeah. a broad range of what anyone could disagree on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really know what other action points there is, except, you know, be informed yourself. Um, this past weekend, as we're recording this, this past weekend was uh, Media Literacy Week, right? Mm. That just kind of came to mind to me. I think, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was like Media Literacy Celebration or something like that. And the point of it being, check your sources, (laughs) right? Um, If we're stepping into a world of disagreement, make sure that if you're going to step into that, at least you know all the sides. And at least you know if what you're reading or if what you're hearing is true. So maybe educate yourself on what it means to be literate mm-hmm. in with media and how to understand if the source that you're getting information from should be trusted or not. Mm-hmm. Is it promoted? Is it biased? Is, you know, whatever it might be. Um, because those are not going to be helpful in your conversations with anybody ever. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that just came to mind. I wanted to throw that out right at the end. And, uh, I hope that that's, it's helpful as far as engaging in your conversations. I want to encourage you to step into mm-hmm. disagreements yeah, don't because avoid it. they're not bad. You yeah. can't avoid them. Don't unfollow somebody and pretend like they don't exist and cancel them just because they believe something different than you. But step into that and together we'll find that unity that we're seeking in the kingdom of God. We'll find growth amongst each other and our relationships and uh, every the kingdom will be better for it. We'll be better for it. Relationships will be better for it. Um, and so don't avoid, but don't argue and don't get angry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, with that, I think we'll wrap this up. Thank you, Jody. Thanks. Thank you, Patrick. My name is Preston. This has been the Other Six Podcast, and we'll see you again in a couple weeks. Bye.